Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Motocross Training Podcast. Joel Youngkins here, and in today's episode, we're going to be discussing training during the tough times. So, um, this is going to be one of them episodes that is going to be extremely practical, I think, um, for really any type of racer, whether you're a pro, amateur, whatever level of racer you're on. Um, at the end of the day, we're all human beings, and we have this thing we deal with outside of racing called life and uh, life happens and happens at sometimes um, not the best times that we wanted to, but you know, things come up in our life. Um, you know, especially the older you get, the more responsibilities you have. Um, sometimes life throws you a lot more curves compared to if you're younger as a teenager. Um, you know, sometimes life, hopefully your life is very simple at this time of your life. Um, but at some point, maybe you're listening to this episode now and life's good. You don't have a lot of stress going on. There's just, you don't have really much else to think of outside of racing and that's the way it should be. And hopefully I think that's what we're always kind of striving for. But the reality is, is sometimes tough times could be, um, you know, don't, they don't even have to be bad times in life. And, you know, when I'm part of the, the motivation for me writing this is, you know, is. You know, if you know me or you've listened to the past couple episodes, um, I may have made mention about having um, our third child recently, and she's just over three months old. And so my household, like, you know, has been um, has been good. It's been great. But, you know, if you're a parent already, like if you're familiar, you know, you're familiar with what it's like bringing home a newborn on top of that, my son, he's um, our oldest. He's only three years old. I have a daughter. She's one years old. And now we have a three-month-old baby. So um, in the training world, I'm just kind of classifying things like that as like tough times. So and why it's tough is because there is this extra variable um, of stress that's kind of added on to my existing life. And things like this happen all the time. It hasn't, you know, it may not even be having a child. Um, what I'm referring to as tough times for the sake of this episode could be like working overtime, you know, having some sort of like tough schedule. I know like during COVID right now, um, a lot of people are like a lot of businesses are playing catch up or they're down on employees and, you know, they're just working, you know, way more than 40 hours a week or their schedules changing like constantly like that could be considered a tough time. Um, certain like family obligations that are popping up. Maybe you have kids that are in sports and, you know, you want to train, but you have soccer games to go through, go to during the week, or, um, you know, maybe your kids race as well. And most of your energy is being focused on them, uh, during the week, getting their stuff ready. Um, you know, there could be a, could be other bad things like, you know, a breakup or divorce, um, you know, death of a loved one. And of course, you know, having a child, like just really what I'm kind of referring to for this episode is anytime, like something comes into your life and like shakes your life up a little bit, or just adds another element of like change or stress. Um, it's something we have to account for because again, if you've been listening to my episodes, um, up to this point, I've made it, you know, clear that we have to account for all stress. So, you know, the stress from training, the stress from riding, stress from racing and then stress from everything else in life there's 
your body isn't compartmentalized where like it saves up energy just for training and it saves up energy just for race day. Um, it's really accounted for, like it just sees stress as stress and you know, that's how we have to, you know, if that's how our body approaches it, that's how we have to approach it too. Um, so yeah, again, hopefully maybe you're not having anything to, you know, there's really nothing going on in these tough times, but I'm assuming that if you're listening to this podcast, you're serious enough about training that if something like this were to happen to you, or maybe you're currently going through something like this right now, that, you know, you're the, probably the type of individual that wants to stay on track and keep going through these obligations. Um, and you know, you don't want to just give up on your training and get back at it when, when life lines up and, and the stars realign and your life is perfect again. Um, you know, when you're, uh, an elite athlete or you're just someone that is dedicated to what you're doing, um, you know, you work through it and you don't work really around it. Like you realize there's this thing that's causing some extra stress and you just understand this is what it is. And we're going to get through it and I'm not going to try to avoid it and pretend like it's not there. Um, we're going to be smart about it. And just like we are with your training, we're going to do what we can do and to get better. Um, you know, I've told my clients a lot in the past, like, and I've seen this a million times before, um, you know, I'll have certain clients that, you know, Hey, they get a new job or there's some sort of life change. And sometimes my clients, they'll stop coming for a while and then they'll maybe pick it back up, you know, anywhere from six months to a year later. And when I see them, people come back, you know, they'll pick the training back up, but it's definitely like, there's a huge drop from where they left off at. And so what I try to coach people through, I'm like, Hey, you know, I know life ain't perfect right now. You're going through some stuff, but if training's important to you, I tell them it's better to just maintain your progress versus losing progress. And this is kind of how we have to look at it sometimes. So for example, like, you know, if you have a child and you're like, man, like I'm used to training, going to the gym four times a week, um, doing this much time. I ride on Wednesdays and I race these days and, you know, you have this whole schedule down and then something happens like having a child or you have to work more days and you're like, man, my schedule is disrupted. Look, it's not the end of the world. We can work through it. And we, you know, you just, you just focus on maintaining until, you know, you either re get your life readjusted or, you know, this, one of these tough times kind of runs its course for, you know, whatever the sake it, it may be. But I do have three training tips to keep you on track to at least maintain your training while one of these tough times pops up. If you know you're going through, if you find yourself going through something. So, um, really tip number one is you have, to, it's probably a really good idea to either reduce intensity or volume in your training. Um, my recommendation is always start with intensity first. So with my clients, whether I work with them here in my facility or my online clients, um, I almost never really care. I mean, I care about intensity, but I just let the intensity dictate itself through their daily readiness, so to speak. I mean, obviously we have like a progression, but if someone comes in and just not happening for the day, if they're going through a lot, I just, I'll start with reducing the weight versus pulling away 
reps and sets because volume um volume and i should just say consistency as well is way higher in the food chain to produce your training results than intensity is so you know like just think for example like what do you think would be a better workout if you came in and you hit a one rep max on bench press which is would be high intensity because there's a lot of weight on the bar but there's a very little volume you came in you just did a little warm up and boom you did one heavy set you did a one rep for the whole workout that was your strength workout and then maybe you did some conditioning and you maxed your heart rate out in two minutes and boom you were done would that be good or maybe would you know a bunch of sets and reps at a sub maximal intensity and maybe some 20 minutes of lower heart rate work maybe produce more results in the long run so intensity is good it's important um it fits right along with all the training principles but if one's got to go because intensity and volume are going to dictate heavily your stress levels um you know i would say start with intensity first um there are instances where like volume is more stressful overall than intensity but because it's more it's it's more stressful because it plays more impact into your training so it's better to hang on to that versus dropping down volume and then raising intensity um, and usually what happens like for instance like if something else is going on in your life your mind's usually preoccupied to some degree and it's hard to get like laser focus in the gym as as if like you know the rest of your life is perfect so a lot of times like if you drop intensity it helps kind of give you a little bit of a mental break as well is what i've found through training and, and working with clients as well so um, take that for what it is that's tip number one reduce either intensity or volume uh, my best uh, professional opinion is to start with dropping some intensity first kind of see how that uh see how that helps your training um from that aspect uh, the third, the second training tip is going to be eliminating what I call junk work and junk work is really just kind of like this extra work or things you kind of like doing just because you have time or like you just do things just because you like them. Some examples could be like, you know, maybe there's some sort of arm workout you like to do that you've seen on somebody on YouTube or Instagram show you and you're like, oh, that's really cool. Like, you know, I get a good pump from it and I makes my arms look good and in t-shirts or something you know something like where it's not really practical towards your goal but it's just like you like to do it be just because um you know start dropping things like this out um you know it could be like extra mountain bike sessions that you know you'll do all your training but you'll just go ride your mountain bike do a couple loops or a few miles on that because you enjoy it you see it as like extra conditioning extra cardio you know extra uh some extra cross training you know, things like this can start getting dropped out. I know it's going to be tough because, like, you know, you may like certain things like this or you think it's really adding a lot of benefit. And, yes, it is. But, again, we're just focusing on getting through a time period. So we have to kind of give up some stuff as we just gave up intensity. Um, we can kind of – we can, for the time being, we can spare these extra – extra things if the rest of your training is dialed 
Um, it can also be things like this extra work could be things like yoga sessions or like random fitness classes that you may like joining just because like the gym offers them you have it, you know, once a week. And um, it's just something you like to do just because it's not really, you know, super impactful on your total training program. So basically the rule of thumb is if you think you can do without it, start dropping it out. That's going to free up some stress that you've been dumping into these things, even if they're enjoyable to you. Um, a lot of these things that are enjoyable to the personality types like racers um, are usually hard things. Like we like to challenge ourselves. That's why racing's um, appealing to us. So usually a lot of these activities that people like to do are, are a lot less restorative and they're more um, taxing. So that's why it's kind of good to get rid of the extra work. Um, you can replace the extra work with some restorative work like meditating, um, deep breathing exercises, um, you know, maybe just going for a walk instead or instead of a hard mountain bike ride, maybe you go for an easy just mountain bike ride just around around the neighborhood and enjoy some fresh air. Um, you know, kind of just switch gears just a little bit to help uh, lower stress levels. And that kind of brings us right into tip training tip number three which would be start with your recovery so what i mean by that is is honestly like every training program should start with thinking about where is recovery first um but you really want to do this in this situation is plan your recovery days first um that way you're just not stacking up like you're not getting ahead of yourself with planning hard workout here conditioning here, riding here. Um, cause a lot of times what we do, especially if we're doing our own program, what happens is we just fill up all these gaps with just hard training because that's just what naturally we're going to do as athletes. And so you want to plan your recovery in first and to take care of like, okay, at least I got that in. Like I know there's, you know, maybe two or three days throughout the race schedule that I'm going to be recovering that's what I'm going to do those days. These days here, we'll, I'll have dictated for hard training sessions. So you kind of like set these like hard parameters first um, for yourself. And again, always give yourself 48 to 72 hours between racing and hard sessions. Your body's going to need time. It's going to need extra time if it's stressed out. You're going to want to push these 40, 48 to 72 hours from these hard sessions and racing because your body's just not going to recover as quick as if your body was more, like more fresh and not as stressed. Um, then again, no, no more than two hard workouts a week. You can have, you know, one to two medium days in there. And then obviously no more than one race day. I wouldn't recommend. Um, sometimes people go from, you know, the race on Saturday and then they travel somewhere close by within driving distance and the race again on Sunday. I really would not recommend that at all. Um, I don't really recommend that ever, but a lot of people do it. And, um, you know, this would definitely not be the time I would recommend trying to pull off two race, two race days. Um, unless like the event you're at is a whole weekend thing, then, you know, you're stuck there, but, uh, try to just do one, one race per week. Um, you know, if there's some races that aren't important to you, uh, don't go to them if you don't have to. As much as racing is awesome and it's good for 
competitive drive and 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 gate drops and all that um if you can't avoid a race because just just to help with recovery then you know race just what you need to race uh so wrapping up just some final thoughts here um you know for the three uh, training tips reduce either intensity or volume eliminate junk work and number three is start with recovery and keep in mind what you want to work for is you want to work for consistency and work for consistency until the storm you're in passes. Uh, sleep is going to be your best friend. And now is not the time to slack on nutrition. So even though you're stressed out, you don't want to be binge eating or um, what do people call it? Stress eating. You know, these are times you, you want to dial in your nutrition because sleep and then hydration and nutrition are going to be your friend. They're going to help you through these times. Again, we're not trying to avoid the uh, the elephant in the room. We're recognizing it, and we're going to go through it. So that's it for today. Hopefully that, you know, right now you're listening to this, and I hopefully everything's well. Hopefully if it's one of these tough times, hopefully it's something good going on. But keep this episode in mind down the road um, for when something pops up in life. You know, feel free to revisit these things or take what you can from it. And... Um, yeah, hopefully it could be helpful, can be practical and keep you on the straight and narrow with your training, keep you on track and at least maintain what you're already at versus losing your results and having to basically almost kind of restart over down the road. So until the next one, um, feel free if you're looking for more information, um, go to my website, jytraining.com. And until the next one, catch you later. <laughs>